That was funny, wasn't it? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I'll read the text this morning first, then pray for God's leading this morning, leading me, helping me through the text. First Peter 4, we're going to be in verses 10 through 11, and it's on the screen behind me. This is what God's Word says. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Father God, thank you for this text. Thank you for the words that help us to discern your will for us. Help us to see how we may serve in your community of believers, Father God, as well as outside this community, that we may serve others, Father God. And it is through your strength we can do that. All to glorify you. And so I pray, Lord, that you would help me this morning to, 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 to speak of this text in a manner that, um, that those who are hearing, those who are listening, will understand and receive from you, Father God. Let that happen this morning. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. My granddaughter, Marley... And I had birthdays this week. Actually, our birthdays fall on the same day of the week. Um, And more to the point, they fall on the same date of the year, each and every year, to the dismay of my daughter. (laughs) Because she was born on my birthday. That was awesome. Um, I remember before the birth, as Savannah was in the family way, or how they say uh, she was expecting. Um, she kept saying, because the, because the due date was like, I think maybe two weeks before? the twenty. It was two weeks after. Okay, the 26th. My birthday's on the 20th. So a week after. And she was saying, okay, this baby is not going to be born on dad's birthday. If, if, he's, if she's born or if he's born on dad's birthday, I'll never hear the end of it. And so, obviously, I was praying that she... (laughs) And so, I'm at work on my birthday, and I get a call. You have a new granddaughter. (laughs) First thing I thought was, yes, on my birthday. (laughs) And so, I called to congratulate them, and she's like, yeah... Okay, <laughs> thinking it's going to be really bad, but it's not been really bad. It's been really great having Marley's birthday on my birthday because then I can just shove everything to 
you know, hey, it's all about Marley. I'm going to make it all about Marley, you know, not about me anymore. So it's been great having that. But the difference between Marley receiving gifts and me receiving gifts is, is very different. Uh, let me give you some examples. I received a coffee mug from my other granddaughter, Sella, that says, this is what a really awesome grandpa looks like. And then it has an arrow pointing up like if they won't know that the person's drinking it is what it's talking about. But, but so anyway, so I get this gift. Sella picks it out. She's, she's with Dinah. They go online. They pick it out. And she says, this is the one I want. You know, so they order it. And I get this gift, and I open up and look at it, and I'm just so pleased. I, I'm smiling, and I'm thinking with an assurance that my most favorite oldest granddaughter knows me so very well. <laughs> I love this gift. This is what a really awesome grandpa looks like. Yes, she's spot on. Now, Marley, on the other hand, receives something like seven to 900 Barbie-type dolls. <laughs> and with each one of them, her eyes get so big, and she stomps and giggles in place with just sheer excitement. You know, the excitement is just, just streaming out and bubbling out of her body. There was a point where she goes behind the couch over in the corner, and I, I'm watching her. She goes over there. And then she just goes, <laughs> you know? she's just so excited because she's getting all these gifts that she loves. We, you know, we, we I, I want to say she's probably starting the new Gangnam style dance. <laughs> We're going to see that online one of these days, I'm sure. <laughs> so we both receive, you know, a lot of nice things and Marley did a lot of dancing and stomping, <laughs> Marley style. However, receiving gifts in a carnal sense uh, still serves a similar purpose. And that is to uplift, encourage, please, or appease, um, or, and or, or fulfill our needs. As, as people who are receiving gifts, it's, it's meant to, to really fulfill your particular need. Right? Well, that's the whole point of giving and receiving, isn't it? I mean, to fill a need, to, to encourage or uplift someone. Maybe you're, you're giving a gift to someone you love, and you want them to, <laughs> to be happy with the gift, but also with you. I mean, there's some there's selfish, selfishness going on in giving and even in receiving uh, gifts. You give a gift, and you sit there in anticipation, you know, uh, hoping that they're going to like the gift. I mean, what, that's what you do. You give the gift, and you sit there, you know, you're waiting for them to open it. If it's with a child, oh, my goodness, they don't know how to open gifts. They, they, you know, they're tearing pieces of paper, you know, like this, and you want to just grab, just jump in there and just rip it open, you know, and show them the gift. Look, don't you like it? Don't you like it? There's that anticipation, wanting to, to make sure that they like the gift. So many, you know, there's, there's so much that goes into giving and receiving. 
if the experience goes goes bad, there's there's a whole other path that you you go down. You know, oh, well, why didn't they like the gift? I thought I thought I chose well. What what went wrong? You know, and you want to know what did I do wrong? Why don't you like my gift? How can I fix this? Oh my goodness, that could go on for years if you don't get it right. There are so many reasons that we may be receiving a gift, but they all point to one goal, and that is to fill a need that you have to please or satisfy you. We give gifts with that in mind. We receive gifts with that in mind. What does it do for me? What, what do I get out of it? Whether you're a giver or a receiver, it's the same thing each and every time. What's in it for me? It's purely selfish. And we don't deny it. We don't. We don't deny it. We can't deny it. We all do it the same way. What's in it for me? I'm not saying it's right or wrong. It's, it's look, it's, it's how we're wired, you know. We're a selfish lot the human race. It's how we've survived. It's how we live. It's built into our very being. And unchecked for some people, it can get very bad. Not in a harmful way, but, but nonetheless in a very powerful way. But the giving and receiving of a gift in our text this morning is totally different. Very different. I mean, right off the bat, we're told, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. Wait, what? Use it to serve one another? What about me? What about me? Serve one another. Well, that's, that's different. Sounds like a lot of work to me. <laughs> and if it wasn't enough of a difference in the next text or in the next verse, it says that in everything God may be glorified. Huh? God glorified? What about me? How about me? God, that God may be glorified. Okay, I I get it. I I do want to glorify God. That's a no-brainer. But what about me? What do I get out of it? It's just how we think. Sadly, This is not following the standard gift-giving and receiving protocol. Protocol 101, gift-giving and receiving. Why is that? What does it mean for me? These are some of the questions I hope to answer this morning as we dive into the text and see what it has for us by way of meaning and application. So let's begin with point number one. Each has received a gift. As each has received a gift. That's the very first part of verse 10. There's so much wonderful stuff to unpack here. Let me read this text again. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God. Whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God Supplies. It's going to take me probably about an hour or two to get through this text, so bear with me. 
First of all, as each, and I'm, I'm emphasizing the word each in this part, as each has received a gift, each. You know, there's a, a programming cons construct in software development called for each. And the way it works is you have a list of items, okay? And for each item in that list, you do something. Then you drop down to the end of the loop and you come back up and you do the next item in the list. So for each item, you get to do something. Well, this is similar. We're, we're all, as each of us, are part of a group of people that God has chosen to be his people. Okay? And so for each of us, we have received a gift. So nobody can say, well, I didn't receive a gift. Or I'm not part of what you're talking about as far as uh, receiving a gift or receiving something from God. No. It says, as each, the for each loop, okay, the construct there, as each has received a gift. So we're all involved in this. We're all part of this, right? What we've received is a gift, not something we've earned or not, not something that we require. It is a gift from God. Okay, so what we've received, each of us, is a gift. We all get to participate. Right? We're all part of the people of God, people that have seen Christ and said, yes, he is my Lord and Savior. We've all been chosen by God to be part of this group of believers that believe in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And so each of us then has received this gift, and we are to use it to serve one another, outward-facing, not, not inward, serving others, not serving ourselves. Two prime examples of people in this church who serve others. One of them is Joanne Maxwell. And I know you will agree with me that when you think of Joanne, you think of a God, servant of God who serves others. And she does it so very well. She does it not only to the people here in this church, but also to people outside of this church. She is re representing Christ in such a manner that caused others to look at her and say, wow. I wonder what she has. I want part of that. A servant of God. Another, and you will agree with me this when I say this person's name, Danny Santee. In the administration stuff, Danny Santee is king of serving. Okay, We'll be sitting around a meeting. Uh, Pastor Mark will say something that needs to get done. Danny will say right away, uh, you need somebody to do that? I can do that. I can do that. And the rest of us are all looking around, looking at Danny and like, is he going to say, I can do that? <laughs> He's not said it yet. Okay, I guess I can do that. <laughs> Danny, he jumps right in. I, I, I'll do that. Finally, we, you know, Mark has to finally say, hey, you know, you've got too much on your plate. Why don't we let somebody else do that? Okay, all right. Danny's a servant of God, willing to serve, willing to, to serve others in such a wonderful, wonderful way. So we serve others as good stewards, meaning to take special care of how we use this gift, using it in a manner as good stewards that pleases our master, our God, for the, for the betterment of his creation. I did a Google search on what it means to be a good steward in the Bible, and, and it returns this. 
and kudos to, to Google for returning this. It says this, utilizing and managing all resources God provides for the glory of God and the betterment of his creation. I, I like that. That's just simple, easy to understand, and it's the truth. We use all of managing all of God's resources that he provides for the glory, for his glory and the betterment of his creation. In essence, that's, okay, that's what these verses are about, using all the resources that God provides, using them for his glory and for the betterment of his creation. That's us, his creation. Because what, 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 natu what naturally happens when our lives are improved? We glorify God. We glorify God. When our lives are improved, and we look around and there's no one else to blame for that, <laughs> we glorify God. Even if it's through somebody serving me, I glorify God for what I've received. Good stewards of God's varied grace. That's what the ESV says. It uses the word varied grace. I looked up a several other uh, translations to see what they say. In the NIV, it says, of God's grace in its various forms. Various forms. The New Living Translation says, from his great variety of spiritual gifts. That's different, okay, but the same. Berean Literal Bible says, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Manifold meaning many or varied, okay, Good stewards of the manifold grace of God. The New King James Version says the same thing. Uh, New American Standard Bible says, as good stewards of the multifaceted grace of God. Multifaceted grace of God. Various forms, great variety, manifold grace, varied grace. They're all saying the same thing. God's grace holds many forms in other words, there are many different aspects or forms of his gift. So we may very well receive his gift in a different form from someone else. Or it can be in the same form as someone else. It can be the same gift as someone else or a different, from, a different gift from everybody else. But it doesn't matter what form of the gift we receive. We are to use it to serve one another. Outward, not inward. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. And then Peter gives two forms of the gift and how we use it. One who speaks and one who serves. One who speaks there are many ways that one may speak as an orator or heralder, someone who heralds God and the things of God, uh, as a teacher or one who instructs, uh, maybe as a preacher or pastor. There are others uh, as well, but each is to speak as one who speaks oracles of God, or, or more plainly, one who speaks God's word, right? Notice it doesn't say, as one who speaks as an oracle of God. No, it's one who speaks oracles of God. There's a difference. We speak 
the Word of God. Amen? So one who speaks, and then the other one is one who serves. There are also many ways to serve. But notice, notice the focus is not on the type of serving or how we serve. I mean, we could come up with a whole list of ways to serve, right? Especially in, in, when it comes to the, the different ministries we have in the church and how uh, we can serve one another. There's so many ways that you all serve already. But, but that's not the focus in this text. Where does Peter direct our gaze? The strength that God supplies. The text says, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies. Whoa. Why do you suppose Peter has to mention or make mention of the strength that God supplies when it comes to serving? Perhaps because people will often say, oh, I can't do that. I, I can't serve in that capacity because it's not my strength. <laughs> Peter's heard that one. <laughs> nope, can't use that. Peter says right here, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We got you covered, and the Bible, Bible's got you covered in that one. Uh, maybe, maybe it's to get past our selfishness that we're going to need God's strength. I mean, think about it. Maybe for some of us, getting past ourselves is not an easy task. Looking outwards is foreign. Serving others is hard to do. Uh, not making it all about me is almost impossible. We're going to need God's strength in that area. So Peter doesn't really talk about, he's not talking about the types of serving that we're doing. And they're all different kinds of types of serving, or he doesn't even talk about how we serve in that respect, but he talks about using God's strength to help us to serve. So when we ask, hey, can you serve? And you say, oh, but that's not my strength. Well, buddy, <laughs> got you covered. Doesn't need to be your strength. God's got you covered. So each of us has received a gift. We're to use it to serve others as good stewards of God's varied multifaceted, manifold grace. Either as one who speaks the word of God or one who serves by the strength that God supplies. In order that in everything God may be glorified. In order that in everything God may be glorified. God's purpose is also multifaceted. One, to serve one another for the benefit of his people. And then two, so that in everything he may be glorified. What a wonderful idea. What a wonderful text to help us see that our serving is to glorify God. And it's not just serving in any respect. There's certain 
avenues that he's talking about here. One who speaks, one who serves, serving others outwardly with the strength of God. Benefit his people that he's chosen. Point number two, in order that in everything God may be glorified. In order that in everything God may be glorified, After he describes this, Peter is going through and describing, you know, the gift that we each received and how we're supposed to serve others with that gift and how God is blessing us and, and giving us the strength even to, to serve with this gift. He then breaks off and says, all of this is done for a particular purpose. And that is in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And he says this, in order that everything may be glorified through Jesus Christ. It is through Jesus Christ. Because we are part of this community of believers. Believers in what? Believers in Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. That we may be part of this community of believers that have received from God his inheritance, his blessing, his riches. We're part of this wonderful group of people and each of us have received a gift not for our benefit, for the benefit of others so that we, we may benefit the church as a whole so that we may benefit God's people so that in order that we can then glorify God and say, you are holy. What a wonderful thing. What a wonderful thing to be a part of in glorifying God. The central focus of this last portion of our text this morning is God. As it is with the entirety of the Bible and the entirety of, of creation, the entirety of existence, God is the central focus and it is Him who shall receive all glory. First part is directed at us. The second part, obviously, directed at God. We who believe in Jesus Christ, who have given our lives to Him because He first gave up His life for us, belong to God. We are captured by the Son and held firmly in His grasp. I love John ten, twenty-eight. That says, "This is Jesus speaking." He says, "I give them eternal life." And they will never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. Oh boy. I love that. No one is going to snatch them out of my hand. God has gathered a people through Jesus Christ. To glorify him in all things. I love Ephesians 1. If you want to turn there, it's Ephesians 1 verses 3 through 12. If you don't want to take the time to turn there, just, just sit quietly and listen. Listen to the words, the phrasing of the words, the words that are used in this text as they describe what God has done. Beginning in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in Christ 
with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through, the, through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth, in him we have obtained an inheritance having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So that we who were first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. What a beautiful text that says what God wants and has in store for us. What a beautiful text that says you are mine. I have chosen you. You are mine. And because you are mine, here we're going to receive a gift that I want you to use to serve others. To glorify me. You see how it is God who chose us to be his people. Who would receive a gift, each of us, to serve one another as good stewards of his very grace in order that in everything he would be glorified. He is both the giver and receiver of 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11. God is the giver of his varied grace intended for each of us to serve one another for the purpose of building up the church and thus causing us all to glorify. He is the receiver of all glory and dominion forever and ever, not only because he deserves all glory and dominion, but because they belong to him. All glory and dominion belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. As the band comes up, just want to remind people as before I pray. Next week, we're going to have a ministry fair after church. Its intent is to get people signed up for the ministries we have over the coming year. 
this time we're setting aside to fill the rosters is important because we need you to serve one another using the gift that God has given you and the strength that he's given you to do it with as good stewards of his very grace. I hope this message will help you to see the importance of serving and serving one another. And we could use that to motivate us to do things maybe that might be, we think might be out of our range or not in our strength, understanding and knowing that God gives us the strength to perform his will so that we may glorify him. Amen. And hopefully after we do the ministry thingy, we may do a couple of three rounds of uh, Simon Says for those who want to uh, participate in that. Tell you what, it's not easy with me being Simon. If you've experienced that before, you'll, you know what I mean. So I look forward to that if we are able to do it. So let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to see this is to glorify you. And oh, I want so much to be a part of that. I want so much to glorify you, Father. So give me, Lord, the strength. Help me with the ability to use your gift to serve others, Father God. This is so instructive, so helpful, Father. I ask, Lord, motivate me. Motivate us to serve that we may glorify you in all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.